Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Hannah. Bonjour, je suis Hannah, and I'm playing Max the Paradox. Tio. Hello, goodbye. Whoa. And welcome. <laughs> My name is Tio. You have joined me here as I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel. <laughs> and Kyle. Hello, goodbye, hello, goodbye. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I play Duncan Oliver the Vox, former Beatle. <laughs> oh, it's a bit of his backstory. <laughs> Not the Adam kind of Beatle you're thinking. Different of. Beatles, yeah, different Beatle. The chitinous kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Emerald. <laughs> we have finished our fourth disturbance. Yay! How are y'all feeling? Alive. Are Confused? we? Confused. In the factual manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am factually alive. Claire is satisfied. Oh, good. Everyone always tells her how she's like quick to violence and doesn't stop to listen to what other people want and (laughs) assumes that her way is the right way. And this time she tried pretty hard for Claire to do things differently and be more open minded and it didn't work out. And so now she gets to do things the way she wants. She feels great. So now it's back to violence. Yeah. Yeah. Now she can, with a clear conscience, invoke violence. And it's a choice, you know. It's a satisfying feeling to have, you know, there's that one food that you hate. Like, I, I, I hate ranch. I'm sorry. Ranch is useless. <laughs> ranch doesn't need to exist. And for a long time, I just hadn't really tried ranch with a lot of things. And everyone's like, well, you got to try it with wings. And then you got to try it with this. Well, this is how you do ranch. And then I did all those things. And I was like, no, I was right. And you're all wrong. And now I feel very confident mm-hmm. in that statement. And so that is where Claire is. Claire has tried the ranch of community Peace. input <laughs> and democracy and has decided it's not good. Okay. <laughs> so no ranch flavored water at City Hall. God, oh, no. Gosh. No, no, no. That's okay. too far even for Claire. <laughs> I think Max is um, Max is having a lot of emotions right now. Yeah, understandable. Max is in It's Complicated, but with all of the versions of herself. <laughs> So, you know, the vibes are strange. They're not bad. They're not good. There is some satisfaction that what she predicted came true. But, like, who is Max? What is Max? Where is Max? Questions we may answer. Or may not. Uh, Who knows? Out of all of the time that she has been time traveling, And it has been a while. And certainly at the beginning, there were a lot of, you know, a lot of conversations with herself about like the nature of time and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it turned out time traveling was just really fun. So she didn't have those conversations (laughs) with herself ever again. Because like, yeah, live fast, die in multiple timelines. Die yesterday. (laughs) Yep. But now she is having a lot of complicated feelings about stuff understandable mm-hmm. yep yep what did you all think of the council election and the b plot the time heist <laughs> i smushed them together two disturbances <laughs> for the price of one two arcs oh, it's the furcalacus all over again <laughs> that's probably why this one was so episodes long yep it was fun i like the cycles in the election i think that was really cool being able to play reality show games and goof around with democracy and do a heist all in one show 
Monster Hour. It's got it all. <laughs> you were having a really good time with this, Quinn. So even though you were like inflicting just unmitigated <laughs> terror on us through the guise of like democracy. <laughs> I was mad at you, but you were having too much fun for me to be too mad at you. Oh, why were you mad at me? Because you always fuck with us, Quinn. Like <laughs> this is the inherent tension between player and keeper that always exists from the dawn of time, from the first dice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> But also then you let us do a little heist and the, the move that you did, the custom move, was uh, very fun and I like that a lot. <laughs> that was a good like, these fuckwits are not going to plan ahead or if they do, it's going to be like, I have five cartons of snacks and then you're like, did you bring a pen? And you're like, fuck, I didn't bring a pen. <laughs> and now the only pen is cursed. So. It's very kind of you to let us plan behind. Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, that mechanic is blatantly borrowed from Blades in the Dark, which assumes that we are fallible humans with, mm -hmm. you know, other things going on in our lives and don't have time to plan elaborate heists. And so the mechanics support the narrative of doing cool heisty things. Yeah. And I borrowed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, you know, in D&D, &D, when you say I sing a song to the inn, you don't have to actually sing a. You can roll a check. Uh -huh. Your role performance exactly. and see how well your character does. So that's a mechanical way to make your character be good at planning without you mm -hmm. having to be. It's great. Tio, what did you think of the council election? Me, Tio, as the person, thought it was deeply funny and also terrifying to think of someone like Claire <laughs> potentially winning <laughs> or somehow even worse, losing, but then getting brought on as like... there. I had like a, a nightmare at one point that like... For whatever strange reason, this would be Mina and I's meet cute of some kind um, <laughs> in a professional you, way. You and should then... have told me. We could have made that happen. <laughs> no. There's still time. Um, and no, and then Savannah would have been so happy. Oh, oh my Jesus. gosh. <laughs> but I just like, I think I had like this terrible thought one day of like, oh gosh, what if this becomes the professional meet cute? And then when I gracefully bow out, I become like chief of staff for Mina <laughs> and that would be so much worse I think for the city than anything else I'm imagining um, the best series of like Absurdia Veep oh, oh my god that would be so funny oh. that would be so funny we need to do the spinoff <laughs> Claire in a position of power but not accountable via elections <laughs> is a truly horrific thought. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I like how you say elections as though they make people accountable in this. Universe. Yeah, yeah, yes. It, or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I look, at least to some extent. But anyway, that aside, my own fears about a Claire Claremont victory aside. I thought it was very fun. Listeners at home, we all live in the same city. We are currently going through council elections. And so it's so scary. <laughs> there is a, there is the a clouds roll in. <laughs> Thunderclaps. Primary it, night was awful. Oh, boy. We all stayed indoors. <laughs> we lost a lot of good folks that day. <laughs> <laughs> the number of campaign events. Whew. <laughs> yes. So I just think that it's been a fun, absurd departure from real life elections. So I very much appreciated that personally. 
from a game point of view, I also thought it was very fun to see the way that you would weave the traditional mechanics of, of an election together. I do have one gripe that I will always have. I think <laughs> I should have been able to get the endorsement of the Screaming Fog. I think <laughs> that should have been on the table. If you had rolled better, that was possible. But you got two misses in a row. <laughs> I couldn't give it to you after that. Imagine the campaign lit that we could make as merch of the Screaming Fog endorses Claire Claremont. <laughs> but yes, great vibes. Next election, we'll get it for sure. Yes. We just have to do a lot of pro Screaming Fog work between <laughs> oh you gotta lay the groundwork yeah yeah look you gotta build your field game i get it i also just want to point out hats off to you quinn for the npcs that mm-hmm. have emerged from this <laughs> art oh, yeah. yes Very such good. wonderful dynamic probably not characters i'd ever want to hang out with in real life but fantastic <laughs> well, grippy. yeah grippy definitely for yes, sure that's true grippy yes savannah oh, not so much but i would go to like a party with savannah that seems hang like with a great quarter yeah, the recorder. Yeah. The recorder's pretty chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yes, so wonderful work there kind of building in these <laughs> these characters that I think you're going to have a hard time not... Con- well, you're definitely going to have a hard time with Grippy, but even with like Savannah. And <laughs> I, th- I think, um, listeners, if you pressure Quinn enough, he'll probably cave. He's, he's a dad. Oh, he's a, he doesn't have a lot of time. <laughs> he'll say yes. <laughs> Keep them around. Every arc, I come up with new characters. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to top this. And then I feel like I've, I've <laughs> built it up too much. I'm, I'm worried now. i got to keep the streak going with this new arc. <laughs> oh, the my pressures. Be? The pressures of a GM. <laughs> Did you all have any favorite moments or anything that really surprised you? I mean, Savannah's first introduction was pretty wild. Popping out of the, <laughs> popping out of the stone and just being mm-hmm. her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think probably for me, the pretty obvious one is Max discovering the yes. the multiverse of Maxness. Yeah. Oh, Big yeah. Hey, hey, multiverse of Maxness. Incredible. Uh, that is Hannah, your reaction incredible. is still one of my favorite GMing moments. Uh, <laughs> I knew something was up when I was like, oh, there's a lot of time just like mm-hmm. existing in this spot mm. and there's a metronome that mm, mm, something's, <laughs> something's up i did also just like a love solar vibing with andrew <laughs> that like yeah. this is this is like people love trees trees people love trees trees, trees. trees. there's a trees. merch thing we trees. need to do a, something about trees. Our next merch thing will be trees. We need yes. a sticker and we can send everybody like 12 little tree stickers. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first challenge, I think, was the one where we had to talk to different constituents. And Gladhand fig- or Gadfly? Yes. Yep. Oh, boy. And I yes. was very bad at that because I wanted <laughs> and I believed in Andrew's vision mm-hmm. for more trees. And I was wrong. I was very good at that one. Yeah. Duncan has high cheek and I rolled pretty well. Yeah. Tio, did you have a fave moment? I very much enjoyed learning things from Savannah by pretending that I already know them. Uh, (laughs) I thought that was a very fun dynamic. That was very good. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. Uh, It's my favorite way to drop lore. (laughs) From here on out, I will only be delivering lore through a reality TV show producer (laughs) host with a camera head. Through, I was just a test. Uh, 
it added a fun little element where I had to find a way to kind of be like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I think I think everyone at some point in their life has been in one of those conversations. And I, I oh, enjoyed yeah. that a lot. But uh, hopefully in the past, look, you don't have to pretend you know things, listeners. Not that you need advice from me, but I'm just saying. And the other part of that, uh, why it's one of my favorite moments, is that it revealed some pretty fascinating stuff. I was genuinely, genuinely shocked at the kind of reveal there about the dynamic between Rudy and Max. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It threw me through a loop, to be honest. So good, good job. Well Mm -hmm. done. And that, as a player, was really fun to see the connecting threads between our backstories. Mm-hmm. It was that moment that you get excited at the end of an episode. You're like, next one, ready, let's go. Mm-hmm. Another moment that I really enjoyed or that wowed me, I think probably just the fact that you ran with our idea to run for council in the first place. That <laughs> 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 could have gone in a totally different way, you know? pull back the curtain for the listeners i was planning some sort of election arc down the line when claire made that announcement i was like okay i guess we're doing it now (laughs) well this is it there it is so i obviously i changed some stuff but it worked well i was happy to run with it yeah that was great thrilled even oh (laughs) do you all have any questions about this arc for me about the arc, not forward-looking. You always want to ask me spoilery questions, but do you have any questions about this arc? Who's They're my dad? Gotchas. Can I die? <laughs> when does Claire win the lottery? <laughs> do I live forever? Are you my dad? I'm your dad, Max. Whoa. Duncan is everyone's dad. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> do we get to keep Grippy? Will Grippy come back? I mean, I can't make promises forever, but Grippy will be there when we open. (laughs) Grippy is with you now. Oh. Grippy is always with you. Grippy is with you always. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking through, and everything that appeared, I wasn't confused by it, unless I was supposed to be confused by it, (laughs) at which point it hasn't been answered yet. Yes. Where'd Stafford go? Why does nobody remember him? <laughs> Is there a big tentacled memory monster in the sky? No. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. But who can say for sure? Okay, let's check on our refreshes and our agendas. Yeah. Yes. Does anyone think they hit their refresh? Max, you hit yours in the midst of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Expose a hidden secret or truth. I helped Max expose their truth. I think everything that you discovered in the municipal treasury uh-huh. would count as exposing a hidden truth or secret. So the, I, I think you should refresh I, your essence. I found a lot of secrets. <laughs> you did. You stole some of them. I took also, them. But... I have some. I have some <laughs> ready to expose. I believe I... Hmm. I'm trying to think if you embraced chaos with a new entropic force and succeeded, which is a rough metric for. I was gonna say you did the pool monster, but I guess you've done that one before. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that one's not a new I don't. One. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't so. think I have. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Look, I was too busy trying to win an election. What can I say? <laughs> That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Chaos is spooky to constituents. <laughs> Your mind is on other things. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is very true. Has anyone fulfilled any of their agendas that we haven't gotten to? That's yes. what I was saying I, yes to. Mm-hmm. Searcher. I yes. believe <laughs> yes. I have 
completed this agenda and must cross it out and select a new one because I have found what I sought. I don't know that it was <laughs> what I thought I was going to get, but uh, Quinn, do you think I have found what I what I sought? I would put it to you. Was your goal to figure out why you're stuck in time or to get yourself unstuck from time? Well, good question. If it was to figure out why, yes, I think you've figured it out. If it's to get unstuck, obviously you're still stuck. You lost something when you became unstuck from time. A person, an object, or part of yourself. Mark experience when you come closer to finding it, or you put yourself at great risk to do so. If you find what you seek, cross out this agenda and pick a new one. The way I read this text from a legal perspective, it's <laughs> not that I get myself unstuck, but that I have found something that I was looking for when I became unstuck. I did not know that I was looking for myself. Aren't we all? But I have found myself. <laughs> I, and the reason I want to do this, Quinn, is the timeline that I want to pick is Timekeeper, which I think then fits with like, Mine is the one true timeline, and to solve becoming unstuck, I have to be the one one timeline. This is the correct timeline. Okay. Mm. I've been thinking about this when I wake up in the middle of the night and think about work things, and then I'm also like, oh, who is Max? Who am I? <laughs> but I think that like I I am now timekeeper. Does that make sense? Does that? Yeah, it does. So yeah, go ahead and mark experience, okay. scratch out searcher, and pick your new agenda, which is timekeeper. Don't get me wrong. Max is still deeply reckless and is going to do whatever the fuck she wants. But I think it is now the focus is more on like the way that I become unstuck is because this is the true timeline. This is mm. yeah. This I'm is into yep. it. fascinating. Claire or Tio. We're in the debrief, I suppose. I don't need to address your characters right no, now. Oh, we can shake Claire off our here. personas. <laughs> there is no Tio, only Claire. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Horrifying. Yeah, truly terrifying. Uh, okay, so I'm going to pitch one <laughs> as having completed. Here it comes. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, really should, yes. I really shouldn't preface it that way, but here we are. Probably not. <laughs> my hackles know, go I, up as soon as you do. <laughs> I think your hackles go up the moment that I start pitching anything because of my no. past experiences. Yes. No. <laughs> Maybe it's reverse. It gets your hackles up, and then I've overpromised and underdelivered on how wild it is. That does so, happen sometimes. Yeah. Hey, it's a good tactic. So, apotheosis. You had a taste and you want more mark experience when you improve your reputation or establish a friendly contact with entropy or when you gain a fracture. I would like to pitch that my relationship with Grippy and actually using bureaucracy was a taste of me like working with the system. Grippy is bureaucracy. Though, oh, bureaucracy. Not though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Hmm. For now, anyways. <laughs> Till you Grippy is evolving. Bring Grippy over to our side. Man, I've been really playing nice with a lot of bureaucracy things this arc, which is uh weird. You have. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. You gotta that. do more chaos embracing. I really do. Did I protect anyone as I terrified them this arc? We definitely got a couple on this one earlier with some of the challenges. This is clean up on anything we missed. That whole pool monster thing, you were saving a bunch of extra people, and I'm sure they were pretty spooked about it. I'm pretty sure we got those already, though. Yeah, oh, that's true. Okay. This would be in this podium 
building, I yeah. think, is where we would land on that. I don't think I terrified Mina. I think I annoyed her. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, okay. All right, all right. No agendas over here. Yeah. Bum, bum. Kyle, anything for Duncan? I, th- I think Duncan might have ticked both of them. Act callously or maliciously to get the truth. He did a heist of the bureaucracy. That's pretty callous. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not maliciously, but malicious to the bureaucracy, perhaps. And potentially others, depending on what sort of credence you want to lend to the council's statements. Yeah, they're not happy about They're not happy about that. Yeah. Go ahead and mark that one. Yes. And the other one is you put yourself in harm's way to take a stand against chaos and entropy. Uh, maybe it wasn't chaos and entropy, but that big red monster that came out into the crowd, we all did. And we tried to lure it away, but I was part of it. If it had been a threat to other people, I might have given you general chaos, but it was really mm-hmm. pretty much hunting you. So I, I think probably no on Fair. that one. Okay. Let's do our end of session questions. Okay. I made oh. a minor tweak, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, did you successfully deal with the disturbance? Yes. If yes, mark one experience. Yes. yes. Do we get two times two? Oh. Two disturbances. I did say that it was two. Yes, <laughs> you did. If you go back on your word, it's utter chaos and nothing matters and we all become nihilists. <laughs> we all embrace chaos. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay, go ahead and mark two. Yes. Two experiences. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you had me. Confidence. I did. I did. Yeah. Did your actions result in a significant change to the town for better or worse? <laughs> yes. 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 I'm pretty clear definitive yep. yes on that one. Yes. Go ahead and mark one experience. Did your character change or evolve during the disturbance? If yes, change one of your agendas. Oh. Ooh. I already did that. So, yes. yes. Yeah, I, th- yes. I, feel like Claire, I feel like Claire did as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think yes. How so? I think it's a pretty big deal for Claire to embrace an element of bureaucracy and have it become a loving pet of sorts. Mm -hmm. Claire has never wanted to care for anything other than her skin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally. Not figuratively, (laughs) literally. And so, yeah, I think that's huge growth. Uh, Also, she partnered with Mina Mm -hmm. for the greater Mm -hmm. good. Absolutely, yeah. Very true. And I think just Claire participating in all like all the way through and not yeah. like starting yeah. like throwing the gauntlet down and the council says, okay, we'll have an election. You're like, ah, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Tio, would you like to change either of Claire's agendas? Oh yes. I have changed it. I'm ready. Would you like to tell us? Sure. <laughs> this is foreshadowing. I've chosen vengeance. You'll get revenge on the thing that did this to you. Mark experience when you deal a major blow against or lose reputation with entropy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Which agenda did you give up? I gave up apotheosis. Oh, my. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Which one was apothe? Remind me, I don't know. Oh, you had a taste and you want more. Mark experience when oh. you improve your reputation or establish a friendly contact with entropy. That makes sense. Or when sense. you gain a fracture. <laughs> that makes, those, are two, those two would be kind of strange to have together, yes, huh? Yes, yes, yes. Be hard to have them together. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. There is an actual okay. nihilist agenda, which I very was very tempted, <laughs> but vengeance seems more where Claire's at right now. I like it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, how about for Duncan? know if duncan has changed a huge amount still feels kind of like duncan did a bunch of duncan stuff more or less he's torn and concerned and has a lot of concern about his things in his head that are worrisome while other concerning things happen around him 
I don't know if I could say that he's changed. Because this is the first time I've offered this option, if you think Duncan has changed or evolved since the start, I'll go ahead and let you change one of your agendas this time. Okay. If you would like to. Even if you answer yes to this question, you don't have to change your agendas if you'd like them, but it is an option for you. I think he's changed in a way that changes Inquisitor to Moderator. Because I think at the beginning of this, he was much more kind of just like individually going to do stuff to try to get answers, but he's grown his network of friends and helpers Mm -hmm. and has realized that, well, it's nice to have help (laughs) doing things. And so I think he's changed from acting callously and maliciously to get the truth into resolving dangerous conflicts nonviolently. Feels very Duncan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you significantly aid or bolster a faction in town? If so, take plus one faction rating for each faction that you say yes to. Yeah, I feel like I bolstered bureaucracy in a lot of strange ways. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I take I take one in that faction. Is that what you said? Yep. Take plus one to your bureaucracy rating. Oh, that's individually. Seems... Yeah, these are individual. Just clear. Great, great, great. I, I think this is bad for my image, Quinn. Your goading is <laughs> not sorry. as effective. <laughs> yeah. Well, Claire can always go. Oh, with that's the right. Claire. Chaos. That's yeah, right. yeah, Claire's yeah. very good at goading anybody. Mm-hmm. I think Max and I may be both bolstered underbelly. I think so too. Having saved C Mac and generally worked well with Jackie and yeah. you know helped pull off the heist, I definitely think that mm-hmm. you proved your faction rating, your reputation with mm-hmm. underbelly. Okay, okay, I'm now plus two. Ooh, me too. Yeah. I'm sexy. I have plus two with two factions. Look at Duncan mm. go. Friends. Ooh. Well. Here comes the hammer. Uh, oh, shit. Did you cause significant problems for a faction? <laughs> ah, crap. Yeah. We, uh... we stole the time <laughs> metronome from bureaucracy. They're so mad at us. Yeah. Duncan and Max, go ahead and take minus <laughs> one with bureaucracy. So I mean, I think us. they're more mad at me than you because apparently now I'm a time criminal, whatever that means. Like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Nikki. Oh, what? You're going to, you can't fucking catch a time criminal, right? Because, oh, you think you have me? No, I'm over there. No, I'm I'm in Tuesday. <laughs> no, I'm a month ago. No, I'm only leap works. year. Max, and, you're stuck. And, <laughs> you're stuck, though. Not for long, fuckers. <laughs> you just have to kill all the other Maxes and absorb their power like Highlander. Obviously. There can be only one. Timekeeper is a minus the true timeline. Uh-oh. That's not like 100% totally off when? from Timekeeper is an agenda. When? Uh-oh. Yes. Mine is the only true timeline. Okay. Mine. We'll see. We'll see. Mine is the only true. I have to kill Elodie. Uh, oh boy. We're going to glide past that one. Claire. Yeah. Go ahead and take minus one with community. <laughs> oh no. Excuse me. I literally tried to lead my community. Oh, they don't count. No. no. <laughs> They're not in the community. You put off reneging with the PTA for the entire arc, but you did ultimately undercut the yeah. community's paragon and candidates. So go ahead and take minus one Depends with that faction. On who you consider community. But yeah, fine. <laughs> Frickin' PTA. Fascists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claire's arc is fascinating. <laughs> Did anyone level up? Yes. Mm, no. Nope. I'm one away. I'm one away as well. Oh, because you didn't get a agenda. Yeah. I haven't leveled up in forever. Ever, yeah. yeah. You didn't level up last go. I didn't get so. any of my agendas most of the arc. 
So I know I was looking at Sympathy for the Devil, Young and Reckless. Sympathy for the Devil being I get to roll cheek instead of faction to renege on debts. And I do have some debts. But narrative let doesn't feel quite Duncany to just be good at like, oh, I said I'd do that. <laughs> Never mind. Kind of weaseling, weaseling out, of out of stuff isn't, isn't quite Duncan. The other one, Young and Reckless, is cheek instead of pluck when I face fear, which is a very enticing one. But my worry is I have fractured face fear. So being very good at it just means I'm going to load up my essence and faint constant all the time. <laughs> so I think I will go and take the third one, which uh, Silver Tongue from the Curio playbook feels mm. very Duncan. Yeah. Which that one is when I get a seven to nine on a roll to sway someone. So it's something I'm already pretty good at. So if I get a mixed success on that, I can choose which option the target of your persuasion chooses, though the GM still decides how it plays out. Which means if I get a mixed success, I get to choose if they want more than I'm offering. They demand payment up front. They have a better idea or they stall and dither for a while. Yeah. Very cool. It feels very Duncan. I like it. Yeah. So I'll take that one. Silver Tongue from the Curio playbook. Cool. With that, I think we're ready to get to it. Right after a word from our sponsors. Our episode this week is sponsored by the City Council's new loyalty program. Have you taken the pledge? They're keeping an eye on you. Hey folks, it's Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 32 of Monster Hour Absurdia. Got a quick intermission here before we get you into the meat of the episode. As always, I want to thank everyone out there who's spreading the word about the show by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. We closed out our Podversary month with our best monthly downloads ever, which is awesome. And that wouldn't have been possible without all of y'all. So whatever eldritch rituals and entropic patrons you've been contacting, please keep it up. A special shout out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Emily slash Soundless, and CJ. And a huge thank you to all of our patrons for helping make this show possible. Our Patreon pays for our all-star editor, Ian, it supports our transcription efforts to make our show more accessible, and it helps us bring you awesome bonus content. We just posted my GM notes for ARC 4, which have all the juicy details and behind-the-scenes mechanics from our most recent election season ARC. We also have a pair of special episodes in the pipe that I am very excited to be rolling out here soon. So if you want to check those out and help support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash monster hour or follow the link in the show notes. And that's all I have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in September 19th for the next broadcast of WSOM Radio Somewhere. We open on the back alley in the aftermath of the election eve ceremony. The three of you, C-Mac, Grippy, and Gitzes in tow, have just made your way through one of the myriad mysterious entrances into somewhere's shifting underbelly. As you get your bearings, you notice immediately that something is different here. The back alley is more twisting, more shadowed, more harrowed than usual. Alleyways are narrower, shadows are longer, buildings seem bowed in on themselves, so much so that you're not sure where the streets end and the tunnels begin. You realize, as you look around, that the back alley has contorted itself to block out the sky overhead. What do you do? Everyone okay? I got a little cut, but I think it's fixing itself. Gets us, you're okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Car, are you okay? Tap, tap. The engine revs and snorts a little bit. C-Mac is just like shaking, curled up into a ball a little bit. 
And Grippy's like, hello, we haven't met before. Oh, my God. I'm Grippy. Grippy, what have I said? Do not greet strangers with anything but apprehension. But this one's good. This one's <laughs> oh. fine. This one's fine. From now on, I will greet strangers with skepticism. Yes. Thank you for teaching me how to interact with the world, Claire Claremont. I mean, this is a bastardization of stranger danger, and I, Claire very much is, is going to teach strange lessons like that <laughs> to her uh, adopted sampler child. Yes, yeah. I think Claire also says, like, to your question, Duncan, I am not good, but I am not bad. I am ungood. As of now, my official stated vibe is ungood until I say otherwise. Ungood. Okay. Noted. Oh, and when I said, who's this? Maybe I know Grippy. <laughs> Can you use your move? I have. It's what this move's for. It's for knowing people. <laughs> That's okay. Fair. That's true. Give me a social dragonfly. Seven plus the two is nine. Well, we've crossed paths a couple times. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say you crossed paths once, which was, again, in your previous ill-fated foray into City Hall. <laughs> I met you. so many bureaucracy members <laughs> on that trip. It's the only way you could have met <laughs> That's any fair. of these people who never leave City Hall. Listen, I'm very talkative. Also, Grippy is like probably a couple months old. Right. He has the eyes of a child. Aww. What is it on a seven to nine? You just give an interesting tidbit about them. The interesting tidbit is that Grippy is the only stapler. Oh. All of the IOUs, there aren't that many. It's a pilot project. Mm -hmm. uh, and all of the IOUs are different items. They're one of a kind. Wow, special. Mm -hmm. But also that all the other IOUs are also unique. Yes. Cool. Max is sitting there again, muttering to herself. I have seen the beginning and the end and everything in between. Because I am Max. And Max is me. I am the one true Max. Okay. I'm going to check on C-Mac. <laughs> C-Mac is curled up into a ball, shaking and shivering. He is a child after all. Does it look like screaming fog symptoms? Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality? Okay, assess reality. Oh no, four... I'm going to go off menu for the miss here, which is I think you lean in to inspect C-Mac and he very suddenly pops up like a frightened animal almost, punches you in oh, the solar plexus oh. and then runs into one of the alleyways. Oh boy. <laughs> Claire, is this normal human interaction? Yes. <laughs> Just give me a second. Is it? Oh my god. Excellent. This is how I will regard people when they lean in close to me. Yeah, if they don't ask for permission, absolutely. You never go into someone's wingspan. I'll, you know what? I'll have you watch some roller derby. It will really help you in that realm. Ah, uh, yes, the famous roller derby from somewhere where it is <laughs> yes. just literal roller skates, human sized roller skates. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like horse racing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it has a very strong betting component. It's actually, I mean, it's a whole thing. Well, it's no, the horse races it is problematic. in somewhere is people pretending to be horses. 
Those are not problematic. Those no, are actually fine. great. Well, that's a celebrated pastime. Yeah, but the roller derby, oof. Many a family fortune lost. I just want to point out that Claire does bring out a bag of treats. She has an entire product line devoted to, I don't want to say specifically stapler entities, but more like things of that nature. So there's like a snack line and there's like cute little beds and cute little clothes and cute little games that you can play to like better communicate. Um, And so she has a a little snack bag and she like hands him a snack. Okay. Uh, I think Gitz's looks at you, Duncan, and then looks around at the other two of you and says, should, should we go after him? Or or are we just, are we going to kind of chalk this one up and, and head back to Jackie's? He needs to make his own path in the world. Let him go. Max, your vibes are like real weird right now. Yes. I think Max has just entered their dark era. Their blue period? Their orange period? What? I don't know what color to assign it to, but I think it was time for a rebrand. Okay. I'm happy to go after him or not. I'm kind of just here for the vibes. If the bureaucracy gets him, it'd be pretty bad. They think he's in the screaming fog. He needs to kind of stay low for a while. Might need to... Okay. Okay. Should we fan out? Meet back at Jackie's, whoever finds him? Give a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm going to jump on my steed. Max just goes striding off in the direction of where C-Mac went. Okay. Good. Catch that boy. <laughs> yep. After that boy. After that boy. <laughs> are you all going together or are you all fanning out? I think we're fanning out. Let's, yeah. Why don't we fan mm-hmm. out? Yeah. Each take an alleyway in that direction. Yeah. Okay. Each of you give me a roll to embrace chaos because the back alley is a changing. Are we in a new mystery? Well, this I guess this doesn't apply yet because I was going to roll temporal anomaly, but we don't really know what's going on yet. So You could roll it now if you want. Yeah, let me roll my temporal anomaly and then I'll roll embrace chaos. So temporal anomaly, let's see, roll chaos. Eight. So I get a hold one. Yes. And then I will also roll to embrace chaos right now, which is... Ten. Nice. Duncan and Claire. Look. Look. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. okay. I'll be be okay. (laughs) You'll be fine, Claire. I'm only fine because of how much chaos I have. That's a seven, and the dice really were not a big part of that equation. I rolled a ten on the dice. Whoa. But it is minus one, so that's a nine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, ah, ten. Full success and two mixed successes. So the three of you head out and you start moving down different streets and very quickly the back alley becomes claustrophobic. The buildings are packed in and leaned in towards one another so that you can't see the sky no matter where you are. It's difficult to tell, in fact, whether or not you're in a basement or a cellar or a tunnel. Only when you see windows on the sides of the buildings do you think you're on the street. As you move through, you start to lose not only your sense of direction, north, south, east, west, left, right, but also up and down like which way the sky is supposed to be or the ground is supposed to be. Fucking love it. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Something is off here. The only way to put it is that the back alley is more back alley than it used to be. (laughs) We're not in Kansas anymore. So, Max, hold two. I would like to, uh, you know, interestingly enough, there is not find small child on this list. What? (laughs) Wait, really? And there is not, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, So, 
I, know. I know that I want to gain a clear understanding of the power source effects and motives. It was one of them. And then to find or to see if I can get some guidance on where CMAC is, I'm thinking either quelling the power's effect or subverting the power to achieve my ends. So let me do the first one first. Uh, gain a clear understanding of the power source effects and motives of any. Max, you know the back alley is a non-Euclidean space that shifts and moves and contorts almost constantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a defense mechanism, and it is very specifically to avoid any part of it being exposed to the sky and Uh to the eye of the council. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Hmm. This is truly the mortifying ordeal of being known. (laughs) (laughs) Help, help, I'm being perceived. (laughs) Yes. The effect is that it is way, way more difficult to navigate now, Mm -hmm. even for people who reside there, live there, do business Mm -hmm. there. Okay. Okay, you know what? I'm going to wield this power as a fact. Max is like, I am Max. I am Max. I am the only Max. I am the one true timeline. And I am a time traveler. And I'm going to wield its effects. Gimme! (laughs) That's that's me saying gimme, not not Max saying gimme. I'm I'm Max... (laughs) Max just like thrusts her hands out dramatically. Jazz hands. And very quietly under your breath, gimme. <laughs> yes. You thrust your hands out and the back alley does respond a little bit. It unkinks and unfurls slightly. It's still very like a narrow passageway and you still have a hard time kind of figuring out which direction exactly you're headed. Mm-hmm. You do get the sense that you will not be jettisoned into a death trap, that it's not leading you to certain doom Yeah. as you continue forward. Okay. That's not ominous. Duncan. Yeah. Hold one. Maybe slightly different. Instead of briefly wield, I, I just subvert it to achieve my ends. Okay. Give me a roll to assess reality. Because as you continue forward, Duncan, unlike Max, the passageways do not bend to your ends necessarily. Mm-hmm. You find yourself clambering through holes and chain link fences and shimmying through windows, pushing Mm -hmm. like through narrow spaces where buildings are almost pressed together, scrounging through trash and garbage to get through this oddly shaped pathway. I think it makes I think it makes sense for someone like Duncan with a minus one embrace chaos to almost more stumble into the right path if he's going to spot and hop through the right tangling tunnel instead of being able to actually manipulate those tunnels. Because I yep. don't know the back alley on a good day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Assess reality. Oh, heck yeah. That is an 11 on the dice plus 2 is 13. Give me that boy. <laughs> Eagle Scout nice. over here. Yeah, I get my, my compass out and I start doing my orienteering. And the compass is going wild, so I throw it away. What's my best route to C-Mac? I think as you are moving through... And I will say, you know, this isn't like a linear path. There are lots of branching routes that you could take, which makes it worse rather than better. Mm -hmm. I do think that you spy a handful of glittering paint flakes. You have a pretty good guess that those have come off of or belong to C-Mac. I will follow that in my next question that I'll ask. What here is useful or valuable to me? The new state of the back alley is extremely forgiving for anyone who wants to hide or get away. Mm. You have clear and ample escape routes. And I think in most situations, you'd probably get a plus one on rolling to save your skin in this space. Cool. For my choice on Embrace Chaos, I am going to 
inflict one harm on you as you are moving through this. There are so many tight passageways. There's like broken glass. There's razor wire. Mm -hmm. Like it is meant to trap, ensnare, restrain, and bleed you dry by a thousand cuts moving through here. So it is going to inflict you one harm. The whole place is turned into one big urban briar patch. Yes. I don't, we haven't healed any of the harm from the previous adventure yet, right? Because we just got out of the car. I don't think we've kind of hit like the downtime yet, so probably not. Okay, I'm at three harm then. I didn't take one from C-Max's punch, did I? (laughs) No, that was a narrative. (laughs) Great, okay. Let's jump to Claire. What up? You get to choose one option from the Embrace Chaos list. (laughs) I would like to briefly wield this power's effect. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? So if I am to kind of sum up the back alley, being aware that it's being perceived is kind of like changing and forming and becoming more convoluted, easier to get lost, just kind of like less knowable, right? Correct. I would like to argue that Claire, to wield that power, becomes less knowable, less perceivable to the alley, which makes her not invisible, but have an easier time getting through because the alley is less able to perceive her mm. being someone there. Very interesting. Okay. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think as you head down one of these pathways, the back alley, it's still noticeably different, but it's not as constrained. You don't feel like you're being hemmed in as you move through, and you're able to walk fairly normally. Yes. Huzzah. I'm actually going to quell the power's effect. Mm. I know. Usually I choose something that's bad for you, but I think in this instance, the back alley has relaxed a little. You can see it's like still constricted behind you and ahead of you. It literally like opens up and closes as you move by. Mm -hmm. But as you do, things are kind of normal. Yes. You see like little eye stalks poke up from one of the (gasps) drains, like looking around like... What's, what's going on? You see like a person poke their head out a window and like you don't see the sky overhead, but you, but you feel a breeze. And yeah, there's a lot of curiosity as you move through this space. Love it. If Claire could live this way forever, she would. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for C-Mac? Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm not oh, okay. just strolling. So, oh, I no, mean, not anymore. This is what... <laughs> I mean, yeah, Claire could be easily distracted. That's definitely worth asking. But no, I think Claire and Grippy both are on the lookout for C-Mac. Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality? Oh, it's not a minus anymore, so that's good. That's an eight. Hold one. The obvious one is what's my best route like to get to him? Hmm. Is there a way that you could find him that's not paint flex? We bonk into each other. Oh. I mean, I have a really, f- I have, and I have one torn to pieces. I have one that's that's really ridiculous, and you're gonna say no. Uh, uh, well, try me. Uh, oh boy. Does Grippy have the scent? Uh, basically, I was Claire. Claire pulls out what looks like an eyeshadow palette, but when you flip it open, it has almost everyone that Claire has ever interacted with in town as a little like color swab, but it's their scent. And she like turns to Grippy and she's like, now I've been keeping this a secret. I love to create scents based on the people in my life. But some people seem to think that that's like some sort of identity theft or something, especially when I monetize it and make money off of it. So I try to keep it to myself. But here, this one is C-Mac, Grippy. If you can, if you can find him, we can finish this thing early and go back to our training. Okay, I can help with that. 
Did you get the smells? Do you want to know? Yes. <laughs> I do. I think some things are better left in mystery. <laughs> I... I think that Claire has press-on nails that are sample collectors, and she uses them to collect samples of a lot of things. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh. Follow-up question. Does she have one of Elodie, and does it smell the same as Max? That is a great question. I think Claire has Max. I don't think that Claire remembers who Elodie is and therefore doesn't have Elodie on the chart. Elodie wasn't a, a rival candidate, so yeah, exactly. no samples. That's, that ends my line of questioning. <laughs> <laughs> the prosecution rests. <laughs> uh, okay, Claire, you hold this up to Grippy, and Grippy has a nose, apparently, and smells it. <laughs> Just like a big, like. <sighs> no, Grippy has a. Hold on. We have a list for this. Oh, a God. crimp area. Nope. What? <laughs> nope. He has a nose. <laughs> okay. He grows a, a human nose. A pusher. No, Quinn. He grows. He grows. <laughs> a, no. A little like panel flips out and a human nose <laughs> oh, extrudes yeah. from Grippy. On the side, too. Quinn. Oh, no. Quinn, no. It's a collaborative storytelling game. He sniffs it. (laughs) And he goes, kerthonk, 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 kerthonk. Yay! I refuse this yes and. (laughs) This is a no and. Listeners, tell us in the Discord, does Grippy have a nose or not? Is it canon? (laughs) Yeah, it's a no way. (laughs) (sighs) And from three separate pathways, the three of you arrive at the back alley market. This space, too, appears smaller than it once was. The shadows are a little bit longer here. None from the sunlight, obviously, but from street lamps and other lighting. There's less space between the stalls. Everything is tighter knit. Mm -hmm. There are still people. In fact, there are actually quite a few people. It seems like many back alley denizens have gathered here, even more so than on a normal market day. Hmm. Aren't they here to shop or are they seeking shelter? It looks like they have sought shelter here. I think you can see like makeshift tent set up. Some of the stalls have been converted into lean-tos. It's more than just a place of commerce now. It's a place of sanctuary. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is Jackie here? Her stall certainly is. As is custom now, it appears to be manned primarily by toy soldiers, but... <laughs> right. We've all three arrived here at the same time from different routes. Yes. So I kind of look at the other two and just kind of shrug, be like, I didn't find him. Any, nobody else? Nope. Duncan, I do think you can see your trail of paint crumbs leads to Jackie's stall. Okay, I hold up a finger to my mouth and go, quiet, sneak up to that stall. If he's there, don't spook him. He's not a feral cat. He's a (laughs) child. Debatable. I mean, he punched me immediately when I got... (laughs) Yeah. That was last time. That's yeah. still smarts. He is kind of feral. He like had a whole experience. Yeah, he is like a lost boy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to carefully approach Jackie's stall. You do so. I think the toy soldiers give you a salute as you approach. <laughs> the three Casually like a general walking off a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you yeah, keep yeah. walking, they drop their salutes. And then Max and Claire behind Duncan, you can see them like making fun doing like crude gestures of course but then when they see you they salute again (laughs) (laughs) i do a royal wave do we see do we see jackie do we jackie 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 
You look inside and you see Jackie seated on like an antique recliner and C-Mac is sitting with her and he's got like a popsicle. She's like patting his back. Oh, yeah, there, darling. It's it's okay. Claire kind of looks at the two of them and is like, we certainly don't want me to approach first. Hey, I had bad luck last time. And then we both look very meaningfully to Max. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I will approach the child. Jackie, uh, C-Mac, you did a little bit of a runner oh. there. And hit Duncan. Duncan? <laughs> Sorry. I said Duncan. <laughs> oh, I don't know why my, I think my headphones Donkin. did something weird and I heard Duncan. You donked Duncan. Duncan is, is the L.A.D. Saberhagen <laughs> of Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. Wink. Donkin. That Donkin is yeah, that's when super Katie into yacht rock. <laughs> he wears boat shoes. Oh my god. He says, "Let's beat this popsicle stand oh. a lot." Hannah, stop yeah. describing my character no. for next season. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Dankin. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I got Dankin. Oh, uh, Dankin's yeah. longboards. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, you hit not Donkin or Dankin. Deacon. You hit you. <laughs> Hit no, Deacon. Deacon is the lacrosse player from the East Coast. Deacon's got the boat shoes and yacht rock yeah, and lacrosse. Exactly. Yeah. Deacon's anyway, got the sorry. longboard and Onward. has tapestries up on every wall. We're not even going to get to the interlude. <laughs> There's also Duncan. But Duncan is super into the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, Duncan is the Ben Gesserat. He loves oh space operas. Um, listen- <laughs> He's really into spice. <laughs> Listeners. So oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Listeners. Listeners, a lot of you are artistic. Please, someone make just like a data viz spread of all of the Duncan derivatives. <laughs> the derivatives of Duncan. This please. Doinkin. We don't talk about Doinkin. No, Doinkin. Dinkin, but spelled with a Y. Yeah. Uh, and and Dinkin has a shirt that says, I met God and she's mad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dinkin runs a <laughs> gluten free granola factory. This is this is 100% pure gold. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with what we just did. I would like I it's want to see the Duncan multiverse. The yes. Duncanverse. The Duncanverse. Mm-hmm. Um you hit Duncan and that's bad and I do think it would be good for you. C-Mac, you should apologize to Duncan. C-Mac kind of like looks at Jackie and Jackie nods and then he looks at Duncan in the doorway. I wave a little bit. I'm sorry, Duncan. Sorry I hit you. Or whatever. It's okay. <laughs> We're all under a lot of stress. Thanks for like saving my life, I guess. It's a it's a team effort. We all we all pitched in. But you like literally like hauled me off stage. So like thank you. Do you wanna come in? I won't punch you again, I promise. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, come on. Step, 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 step. I think we got some stuff to talk about. Kathunk, 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 kathunk. Duncan? Yes. For your noble deeds, go ahead and erase C-Mac from your rival list. Yay! Yay! Not making friends, but losing rivals. Hey, that's important. It's <laughs> the first step. One would argue that's actually more important. <laughs> being neutral is safer than being hated, right? <laughs> is it? So, uh, seems like something uh, bad happened out there. Maybe. Uh, oh, you know, yes. Haven't really had a chance to talk. You know, C-Mac here is a little, is a little shaken up. But, uh, you know, the back alley doesn't do this normally. It's fighting the sky. The sky eye? 
the sky. Did you see the moon? Could you see the moon from here normally? I've never looked up in the uh, in the. <laughs> I, yes, we can see the moon. Not certainly not right now. Does that have anything to do with what's happening? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Yes. Yeah, the moon's looking at us now. It's spying. Okay. It's looking for us. I think. Okay. Why? You know that heist you had us do. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty familiar. Pissed off the moon pretty good. Okay. Why do we care what the moon thinks? It's got a big eye. Time. Also that. We, we, I feel like we kind of skirted around that last time because of the, well, <laughs> ironically, we didn't have enough time to talk about it. But uh, walk <laughs> me through this real quick so I can figure out just how bollocked up everything is here. So you stole the metronome. Yeah. Good job. Yep. A plus. And you also stole time, Max? The metronome is, it's time. Yeah, I think the time followed the metronome. And Jackie? Yes. I discovered who I am inside, and I believe that's called personal growth. That's great. I'm very happy for you. But also, you know Elodie, right? Mm-hmm. You filled me in a little bit about this. You're Elodie, and she is you, and you is she. Uh-huh. And we are all together. <laughs> I am the walrus. Yes, but also... The moon is mad at us because of this. And I very carefully, I'm not giving it to her. I just, I'm taking the metronome out to show her. Quinn, what is the metronome doing right now? Ticking. Oh. Just at a very normal pace. Good. Okay. Perfect. Quinn, so I, the parts of the metronome, I believe we visited this on a prior episode, but uh, the middle part of the metronome, the little ticky talk thing back and forth, it, yes. it's got a little weight on it. And you can move the weight up and down to make it go faster or slower. So I'm curious, Quinn, what happens if I make it move a little slower? Give me a roll to embrace chaos. Yeah. Oh Uh-oh. <laughs> this seems like it is a way to slow time. <laughs> That's a seven. Choose one option from the list. Yes. I would like to briefly wield those powers effects. Okay. Mm-hmm. Time slows down. Does it slow down for everybody? Or am I just like, like, is this like in The Flash, the CW show, not the movie, where like Barry can like race around and everybody else is moving slower. So to everybody else, it looks like Barry's moving very quickly. Is it like that? Well, you don't know what it looks like for everybody else, but everyone else is moving slower. You are moving at a normal speed. I am the one. Quinn? Yes. I'm going to boop everyone on the nose and then put the metronome back at normal speed. Okay. You walk around and boop everyone on the nose. Mm-hmm. And as you're going to set the metronome back, outside of Jackie's stall in the crowd, you see you. Which one of me? It's not one you recognize. What does it look like? You're wearing a tight-fitting black leather jacket like a fitted jacket almost, with matching pants, pink wraparound shades. And I think you have like the Pax cut almost, so like a faux hawk that's dyed a coral pink color. And you've got like a cloud Final Fantasy oversized sword. This like version of you is ethereal. It's almost transparent. And as you set the metronome back, it disappears. That's not the real Max. It's a different Max. <laughs> that's not the correct Max. I am the correct Max. I have the metronome. I am the real Max. Sorry, what? The rest of you saw Max suddenly move extremely quickly and touch you all in the nose. Ah, 
That's why you go so fast. Anyway, the moon's mad at us for this, but I'm not giving it back. It's mine. Point of order, and Claire, like, stomps forward to be standing next to Jackie. I had literally nothing to do with this fuck up. (laughs) I am not to blame at all. And I just feel like for once, since that's actually true, uh, people should know. Do you you want like a a trophy or something? No, last time I wanted a trophy turned into a whole thing. (laughs) That's a fair point. I've got some that are made of plastic. They're worthless, but. I'll take one of those. Okay. She pulls out a desk drawer, reaches in and gives you like a small plastic trophy that says world's best. (laughs) Claire genuinely is excited about it and then pockets it. (laughs) Okay. So what does the moon want with the time? I don't know. I didn't ask it. It's so scary. Jackie, it was so scary. What did it do? It threw five big black pillars down and they absorbed Mina as a new council member. And then Mina did a a weird proclamation about hunting us to the ends of forever and that no stone is unturned and that will be found. And it was very scary. And then the screaming fog came in and we heisted C-Mac out of there. Are you saying that the moon is the council? The council is the moon? Yeah. All right, all right. This is a very funny practical joke. The the moon is haunted, and you're in big trouble, and Claire is fine. Okay, this is very (laughs) funny, thanks. I needed a good laugh. I mean, Jackie, you can go out and look at the moon if you want. C-Mac looks at her and shakes his head. No. And then she gets more sober. Hmm. Okay. Well, it seems like the back alley is defending itself, so perhaps you're safe here? Duncan and Max, you can stay here with C-Mac while we sort of suss things out. Do we get the sense that they knew who stole it or they're looking for who stole it? If they don't know, they mm-hmm. probably will figure it out. Right. We were yeah. chased out by the big red thing. Probably a, got a good look at that. I was just concerned about them suddenly looking for the thieves and me disappearing from the radio station at the same moment would be suspicious. But... There were so many people that saw us run out of the bureaucracy. I was going to say, cat's <laughs> out of the bag, I think. Like, I don't think you're playing a stealth game no, in that way. I think the jig is up there. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like I can do things that you all can't because I'm in such good standing right now, which is both <laughs> hilarious and thrilling. So uh, put me in, coach. <laughs> I guess, what do you want to do about this? Well, I'm not giving the time back to them. It's mine now. It's mine. I sort of got that sense that mine. you probably didn't it's mine. want. It's my metronome. Yeah. It's fine. It's mine. Yeah, I mean, it's she's mine. been saying this the whole time since we grabbed it. I <laughs> whisper to Jackie, we'll deal with that later. It's mine! <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we're going to... We need to kind of know what's going on outside of the... If we're going to hide here at the back alley, we can't see out of the back alley. So we're going to need some reconnaissance. Claire can move around still with with impunity. Generally, I suppose Max could go really fast and take looks. Mm-hmm. We have at least one contact in the bureaucracy, but uh, Stafford hasn't been seen. I didn't bring this up earlier, but I've been pretty worried about my friend Stafford. Do you do, do you all remember? You remember Stafford, uh, the camera for a for a head. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had, yes. we had drinks okay. at Normal Brewing, and he was cool and played yeah. footage on the yeah. The bureaucracy seems to have kind of misplaced him. Quinn, we remember him, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I remember him. 
I don't, but I think that's more of a Claire thing. (laughs) 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 To be honest, I forget people often. I I wouldn't put much on... I'm a bad test case here. If you all say everyone else doesn't remember, I believe that's probably more of the whammy. My read is it's more of a bureaucratic deletion. His records have been Mm. purged in, in some way, which is... Honestly, a little extra concerning because if everybody just forgot about him, uh, we've dealt with that before. We all forgot about the elementary school. Remember? Remember forgetting? Forget to. Anyways, we solved that one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Well, this brings up a good point, though, about the forgetting. I'm sorry about Stafford, is it? Um, yeah. We should probably look into that. It's never good to be deleted. But it does bring up an idea. I'm happy to do your bidding. And obviously, Max could use the time thing that is becoming slightly concerning and possessively focused. But I would love to know if there's a way to camouflage you all to be able to go about your businesses. Is there a way to make Hmm. yourselves invisible to the moon, the bureaucracy? How do you get deleted in the mind of those hunting you? Hmm. I mean, I have some fake mustaches. <laughs> yeah. Fake no, no fake bad noses. ideas where were brainstorming. We on the, where were we on that box of fake noses from the heist? Oh, I got them. Okay, great. There's like 50 more in there. Holy cow. Uh-huh, yeah. Strikes me that if the way that the moon knows where you are is the mustaches, moon would not be very powerful. Could we go out during the day? Oh. Does anybody remember where Solar went at the end of that whole thing? Because they were there with you on stage. That's right. You want to wait until the, the moon sets. I don't think the moon is going anywhere. I think the moon is here to stay. Based on, and I mean this as a genuine question, based on what? Because the moon is hunting me. But can it decide to stay out? I guess it decided to turn around. Hmm. I do like this idea of so of looking at the solar angle because solar's big claim to fame was defeating the moon, right? Dethroned the moon. Dethroned. They were supposed to have already dethroned the moon. So it strikes me that if they did it once, they might be able to help us. Did they actually do it? I mean, nobody fact checked them that they didn't. <laughs> they were pretty effective against the Clunkanax. Yeah, that's not the moon. I still think it's one of our best shots. It's the only person who has even remotely put on their pedigree that they have any knowledge of how to fight the moon. Yeah, no one else seemed to think twice about the moon. Yeah. But we should definitely try to talk to Solar. Yeah. All right, so someone's going to go talk to Solar. Duncan and Max, we might be able to scrounge up some disguises or... And C-Mac kind of pipes up and says, I might be able to conceal you, depending on who's looking for you or what. Special paint? Maybe. I don't know if it's moon safe, but I can try. Sure. Yeah. That's right, because yeah. they, had, they had special paint for the hall monitors, right? Yeah, C-Mac has entropic spray paint and can mm-hmm. create a variety of illusions slash reality twisting things. So he might be able to help you. So Duncan and Max, you know, it'd be risky, but you might be able to go out for periods of time. Okay, so we want to try and find solar. Yep. Yeah. Probably also determine if the moon will go down. And the sun will come back up. Yeah, we could do a memory check to see if we've always seen the moon. Right. That's or if this point. is a like uh, Majora's Mask situation where the moon is just like always there. Mm-hmm. Just always looking at us. I can answer that. Normally the moon goes up and down. Right. Right. It rises and falls. Uh-huh. 
But we have yet to see. But, but but it turned around and looked at us with a big eye, and we ran away. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in the back alley, so you can't tell now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought Quinn was gonna tell us if I was gonna stay. No, sorry. I can go hunting for solar, given mm-hmm. that I am not being actively hunted by the moon, <laughs> and mm-hmm. can also, you, you know, note yeah that I can also probably just notice if the moon goes down. Presumably, if I'm out of the back alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if it's like way wicked close with its big eye looking everywhere like the eye yeah. of Sauron now. That is kind of what I was envisioning, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I need to play around with the metronome some more because I have spotted another Max. Mm-hmm. Not me, an imposter. I think I would love some of C-Max high to spray <laughs> and Duncan feels a need to go check on Sebastian and the station. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because he ran away. He's on the lamb. We're pretty sure they'll figure out who did it pretty soon. And so I want to try to get there and give him a warning. Yeah, that's valid. And maybe see if the rock is still glowing purple and humming or if Savannah's gone away. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about the rock. And maybe grab a few personal effects before the whole <laughs> Station is raided by the feds <laughs> or something. <laughs> All right, it sounds like we've uh, and Jackie pauses and looks over y'all's shoulders to the entrance of the stall and standing in the doorway, flickering ever so slightly around the edges, is Elodie. And Max, she stares you dead in the eye and says, We need to talk. Say what?